0: It is. No fucking vaccine or M.R.A. will ever flow through my fucking blood blood, never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my fathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers!
1: folks uh unusual time for a stream i do apologize the uh as say the schedule at the moment is unpredictable like i say I've been teaching the uh the boy at home and uh that's you, you've got to devote time to that <laughs> you can't just uh and as this is part of how should we say uh, de deconditioning him to being on the pc and so, you know, as much as I would like to sit down and stream, I've got to take care of the boy. And uh, yes, happy Eid, Eid Mubarak for all the uh, all my Muslim brothers out there. I hope you had a joyous, joyous feast. And uh, what are we going to be doing today? So I've not been on the Discord much in the past three days because the doc has been <laughs> amazingly so... Uh, should we say fighting on the front lines of the Twitter trenches, and now well, for the moment, my luck seems to be holding with um, getting my account squished. Not... <laughs> not that they're not trying, and the well, what I wanted to do was it, it, it was such a contentious back and forth where you saw every type of Mm, deflection dissimulation um complete denial of the extant facts it was a um it's a lesson that we can learn from and in doing that lesson what i what i did is i just managed to put together uh, a tweet that was a primer right for dealing with these people because there's a set pattern of argumentation that they follow and it's important it's important that you be able to go and grab something in twitter format and say boom you've got to be able to explain this particular data point and so i thought what we would do is look through that tweet and the publications that are in it And just go through the publication. So should you get into uh, contact, heavy contact with the other side, and trust me, it is the other side. These people are filth, right? They literally are rainbow-wearing, Yukro-Nazi flag-waving, woke robots. Well, like I say, I don't think this... Maybe there's people reading back and forth that will just say, "Oh, that person's got a bit, bit better evidence, etc." And um, move towards that uh the position. But as a as a core group, they're very um uh, arranged around uh Graham Botley, and the oh he's he's up to no good. He's um. Campaigning and colluding to have doctors who were uh, resistant to vaccine rollouts struck off from medical lists. They are, like I say, they're a very, very. Hmm. Well, if when you're when you're dealing with people who, well, for me, fit the fit the classic description of uh, agent uh, provocateurs, um, the foot soldiers, and useful idiots of a, an ideology that brought us into where we are today. And so I, I do think it, it is of importance to deconstruct it somewhat. And again, this is for my benefit. And your benefit, and to make sure that your steel is sharpened when going in and dealing dealing with them. And it was nice to see, actually, that and again, take the winds where you can get them, folks. Uh, the the Elon Musk uh, Twitter was allowing these exchanges to take place, and there was a, a cadre of individuals who were firing downrange with me that were scientifically um, accomplished and knew how to handle difficult, difficult um, Twitter exchanges. And look, (laughs) (laughs) the simple fact is that Twitter is one of the main battlegrounds out there, right? And we've seen in the last week or so how... (laughs) after me it's brilliant but they're calling all the uh, government funded uh media sta- you know, state funded you know like we would like we used to do in the old days you'd uh, look at the uh, tas as it came out on the on the news feeds as on the on the paper stands etc and you were told this is russian state propaganda but what they don't tell you is you've got a whole Network of Globo Homo Corptocracy pumping out, well, I, I would call it disinformation to a public that is, I, I, I want to be fair, that I think are just overwhelmed with, uh, the, a lot of them are just overwhelmed with the stream of uh, information. And they're being labeled now as state operated media companies it's great seeing that leveling take place and these people in their hissy fits have taken have stormed off and say we're not we're not posting on uh, twitter anymore um because uh anyone can get a blue check mark for 8 bucks and this is this is an indicator of how important those organizations you know cbc bbc the trusted news initiative right how important they are in the cogs and wheels of the nudging uh, tactic i guess it's a tactic right they're always trying to feed you a little line keep you distracted etc and so like i say this is um this is me going through that process. And so uh, the process of having to deal with these people who, are, who act in an intellectually dishonest fashion. Now, look, the old Doc gets a bit salty on Twitter as uh, he's dealing with these people. You know, it's, it's a strategy to use to try to keep them, uh, how would you say, um, on the back foot. All the time, right? So if you can, if you can bring the heat with respect to studies, data, and also keep, as uh, should we say, getting the digs in under the rib, make that liver get it right in the liver, right? Just um, have them, have them unbalanced all the time. It it it's useful, and what and. As we did this through multiple days, you could see their arguments being structured and again, you, you see their tactics and then I took it, distilled it, put it into a new thread and they can't approach it. They they cannot address the science in it and the best way to beat these people is to have the quick science to hand. Boom, there's your study, deal with it and we move on to the next point. And so um yeah that's that's what i want to do today i know this is a rather long and protracted intro but um it, this stream is just going to be slightly different from the, the usual fare. and i saw nick oh nick retweeted the uh the stream are you in the chat nick um If uh, you want something to watch, uh, you (laughs) know, you get you're fed up with the uh, Twitter bowels. I highly recommend going to watch uh, Nick's stream that he did with uh, John O'Loughlin. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. And Nick, again, is a consummate professional when it comes to laying out this data that we're all having. We're all dragged in by it it's a dark twisted perverse set of systems that treat you like <laughs> like I would treat a test monkey <laughs> now I would treat the monkey better than they're treating you okay so it's that simple so we'll dive in and uh get moving i guess um and let's do this the board is clean shout out to uh good doggy for this particular meme i'll bite your legs off we'll bite the legs off our oppressors we will hi is it is the sound okay it's a bit loud is it me i keep seeing it peaking a sound check let me sound check someone Uh, Punjabi Prepper says the writing is on the wall for the state-run media. Twitter will be the new media. I hope so. It should be. It should be the battle of ideas without censorship. And so long as you're not physically harming someone, it doesn't matter the words that you use. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And... Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to be ranting in this stream, <laughs> so bear with me, bear with me. All right, so if you've wandered in here and wondered who I am, that is me, I'm Dr. Kevin McCann, I am a systems neuroscientist, and right now I find myself, like I say, in the uh, embroiled in the mix for the uh, hearts and minds of people as this new... <laughs> new or nothing's new under the sun it's the next the next great war i would argue and uh speaking of wars apparently uh apparently and i i talked about i, I heard it before and i spoke to armchair warlord about it and he didn't know anything but redacted did a uh a segment where when the Ukrainians infiltrated into Russia and basically shot up a non military uh, target, a small village, killing a child, etc. The Russians uh, stepped it up a notch. And the word on the street is that they, with their Kinzhal missiles, um, took out the NATO headquarters in Ukraine. And, well, the, I, I, I would recommend going and watching the redacted um, segment about it. it. was It's very, very interesting and would concord with my assessment of what's going on on the ground there. And I, I would say this, that um, those, how should we say, quote, unquote, retired generals etc who were there getting uh getting the big buckaroonies because they were uh, they were private military contractors etc working for whoever the uh the companies are at the moment what's the what's the other one called black not black rock black oh, all, all all that seedy horrible network i don't want anything to do with it Okay. look, and I'm not anti-military by a long shot, but this, um, how should we say, profiteering and uh, proxy war paradigm has got to stop. And the Russians, um, in my opinion, were well within their rights to do what they did. And I don't know, that Kinsale missile seems to be a pretty... um, overwhelming show of strength right if they can take out a bunker that was 100 meters down and you know i'm pre- presuming um it was bomb proof uh, and they all got taken out and there was 300 apparently i don't know like i say I'm no i'm not showing uh images or anything just go watch the redacted clip and you can see in the timing and
2: stuff yeah a lot a lot makes sense <sighs> so, uh,
1: in the information war, you need a forward operating base, a trench, a little, uh, a little dugout, so you can uh, poke your, uh, poke your rifles out, and uh, well, keep your safeties off. Take a lesson from Bro Baker. <laughs> That's right, folks. Uh, in this world war free zombie apocalypse, you want the best. Those are brew arms. Get them before they get you. And uh, God, I I pray to God that those systems and checks and balances that the US has put in will be enough, enough to restrain these people. And again, I I know I'm rambling on, not getting to the uh, meat and potatoes of the stream, but you know. I know, I know people are how should we say critical of Robert Kennedy Jr. Um, but you know, he's saying some on point uh, sound bites, messages, and he spoke um, very harshly against how the events have unfolded in ukraine and apparently even his son um, went and volunteered uh no doubt he left pretty sharpish once he realized it wasn't a uh <laughs> a stint in the uh middle eastern deserts shooting at uh, ragtag hadjis in their under <laughs> what are those things they were <laughs> Their robes and sandals and rusty AKs. No, this was a different kettle of fish. Your leaders have let you down. They've dragged they've dragged us all to the limits of well, who knows where it goes. Who knows where it goes? And like I say, history history <laughs> tells us that it usually doesn't end up uh, very, very well for well, for us. <laughs> The we get dragged in we have to go fight their wars we starve we don't get access to medicines and they're all uh, ensconced in their luxury because they've been ripping you off for decades and if like me you don't have uh, your bunker and barrels of bullets and 30 years of dehydrated food um, say no Say no to them pulling you into this corporate war. It's a war driven by corporations. Nothing more, nothing less, and you can say no. All right. So um, please, on this page, you will find uh, support links. And today is Friday. It's uh, the end of Eid, Eid Mubarak. Please, please, please feed the blicks on the plantation. We've got to get a tax evading blick, Simon Phoenix. Uh, well, he's moved off the McAdee's, apparently. He's on to uh, tinned pumpkin soup. Uh, the COVID bout has uh, it's had some lingering effects. And uh, he's well, he needs to rest. So, uh, like I say, shekels. <laughs> Shekels go to uh shekels go to the bleaks today and uh they, they deserve it. So alright I will move on from there and of course remind everyone oh we are streaming on uh WTYL. Let me just activate the chat there and uh
2: do this do this come on come on and I need to Pop you
1: out. I bet you it clears the chat on the screen. Yeah. We need to figure out a way to uh, stop that. All right. So uh, moving on, I'm going to just dive into the Twitter battle, I guess. I've got some interesting um, stories to look at. And I'll save them for when I'm structuring a prop stream. Uh in a few hours, probably in about twelve hours from now, I'll be doing a stream uh with uh Christy and of course uh the indomitable Charles Rixie. And uh, yeah, we'll just be catching up on events. Uh Christy's been uh working on well, the the molecular biology of the lipid nanoparticles and she'll she's got some new data, so we'll look at that and we'll get some updates from Charles, which I think will be useful and uh yeah, that will be tomorrow and so let's uh let's get into this twitter embrolia and it's, what, what am I going to use this time for? Well, I want to look. At each one, there's four important um, headings in there and some linked papers. And I'm making this a pinned tweet on my profile such that you can go there and you know you can pull the paper that you need. Because all the arguments that are going on right now revolve around all these topics and you get gaslit, you get lied to, you get obfuscation, you get everything thrown at you as these people try to wiggle out of what it is that they have initiated. And they initiated a... Discord chat wasn't working, so I came here. Is
2: Discord chat not working? Yes. It was working. No, it's not. Alright, so uh restream. Hmm.
1: Let me try and figure out what's going on here. That didn't come through, did it? Ah, maybe the bots are broken. Let me do this. Just see if I can quick
2: quickly fix it. If I can't then uh See what happens here. Bear with me, folks. It's live streaming, one man show. Um, I'm trying my best. Yes, store all right. Discord, restream. right, maybe server settings are
1: out of date, but let's do this. Come on, restream, load up.
2: Yeah seeing it, but it's not picking up, okay, so restream restream is working Discord yeah,
1: there goes discord. I don't know, I just needed a refresh. What can I say? uh, but yeah, there you go. uh discord is working. I thought the chat was a little quiet. Thank you for the notification, so where was I um yes I was making a case for you needing to have a quick place to go to because you know as as is the case with any scientific research you build databases and libraries and it can become sort of overwhelming trying to find the exact pieces of data that pet that that one graph you really need to show to hammer home the point and the yes, those top-up boys messing
2: with me. How dare they! Uh, and so let's um, let's get
1: to the first the first bit of writing for the, uh, <laughs> the tweet, which is how to slaughter mutton and uh kev went all out and uh for eid mubarak uh we showed the real deal that's right and if you don't like it you're offending uh many muzzies there are in the world what is it one billion something like that uh, <laughs> too many <laughs> all right so put that back here right that's working That's working, I'll
2: leave that here. Oh, I'm looking at, yeah, that is working, okay. Uh,
1: Where was I? So, how to slaughter mutton. So, first thing, okay, and this this is something that I see time and time again, where those who would push vociferously for gene transfection into you, your loved ones, and your children, will say this. Oh, but the uh, amount of, uh, even though it's not supposed to go in the blood, we do find it in the blood, but, uh, oh, it's at much lower concentrations. And so, you need to be able to quickly respond to that, and the best way to do that, um, we're going to go to this article, which um, is a trends in molecular medicine. Now, trends journals are their reviews, their invited reviews. Normally, you can't just submit stuff to them. It's uh it's a it's enough for a hoi, polloi, e peons. And
2: they're usually considered a relatively
1: (sighs) comprehensive review. Now, of course, there will be biases. Just comes with the territory, folks. Okay. But the first paper that we shall link, which is found on that pinned tweet on my uh, channel. There's, There's the tweet, should you want to go and see it. The Spike Hypothesis, published online September 2022. Right, so this is about, you know, it's to the end of last year, and uh, it's pretty much um it's current, I would say. I know COVID is a fast-moving environment, etc., but this is, um, I think, does a good job of laying out the first issue and the first objection that you will always come up against when you're dealing with a copeland a botley a whatever where <laughs> the w- other wanker joker uh <laughs> They're just they're tough spots but uh, the way they're reacting uh and the ideological possession they have just stinks a little bit of being a bit too much mm, it's not organic right and you know <laughs> i don't know if there's 77th brigade but uh they're probably 77th brigade wannabes <laughs> the way the way they try to do science and uh the <laughs> the objections they bring are weak 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 so this this paper is Titled The Spike Hypothesis in Vaccine Induced Adverse Effects Questions and Answers. Relatively current, right? So they're not going to say, oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's already been tried. Oh, that's old. That's an old paper. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Um, so, short abstract. It's a very, very short paper, right? I'll, I'll be able to. Read it in a few, a few minutes, I think. Um, and remind everyone that uh, the work that uh, the good doc is putting in today, which is the culmination of three days, three days sabre fighting on the internet information front. Uh, please, please feed that blick in the corner there. <laughs> he needs those siggies and forties. Wahoo, the 77th Brigade. The 77th Brigade is a British military operation for psychological operations. They were deployed during the pandemic as a force multiplier for distributing trusted news initiative narrative. And in that space, we had to operate where they were... Viciously censorious, those that had the power behind these systems that have become the public square. And these people and, you know, a lot, a lot of that sort of mutton crew, they come from the UK. And again, hyper woke, um, totally brought into, you know, they're they're like NHS lackeys, that sort of thing. They're dorks, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> touche bro touche um so anyway let's let's go into this so Trugacos and colleagues appropriately point to the crucial important, importance of measuring vaccine-induced S-protein in blood and tissue and its time course this is a critical question that feeds into every whether it's um Sequale from the disease itself or the exposure via gene transfection it's fundamental you've got to have something there to be causing uh, the problems that we're seeing right and it, it's simple cause and effect okay and um we can kate burley brigade wasn't she shot kate burley Didn't, uh, wasn't that uh, (laughs) Uncle Gaddafi that did that? Maybe. That's so long ago. All right. So systemic bioavailability of COVID-19 mRNA vaccines has been indeed excluded until May 2021 when circulating S1 subunit was reported as early as one day after the first injection of mRNA-1273 COVID-19 vaccine. Up to a hundred and fifty picograms per mill, and for about two weeks after injection, the S1 subunit, estimated molecular weight ninety to a hundred kilo daltons, one mole would therefore be ninety thousand to a hundred thousand. What well, means g? Uh, picograms. I don't know. <laughs> seems seems a bit uh, abstract there. And uh, and 150 milligrams per mil, picograms, sorry, per mil plasma concentration reported in whatever that um, manuscript is. And that would account or amount to one and a half femtomoles per mil or one and a half picomolar. Such concentration attained in plasma is lower than the S1 ACE2 receptor equilibrium dissociation constant which has been reported to be about 120 nanomolar the equilibrium dissociation constant measures the propensity for the bound ligand target complex to dissociate to free ligand and target and corresponds to the ligand concentration that is necessary to bind 50 percent of the available target now this is a important Um, concept and theory in pharmacology but um, it's important to understand the role of compartments right so plasma and the vascular system is one compartment muscular system is an is a compartment adipose tissue is a compartment central nervous system is a compartment and the Measures of drugs taken from any one of those compartments can can vary radically to other compartments. So if you're seeing in the plasma this 150 picograms per ml, you don't know what it is in other areas. And what do we know? That it's encapsulated in a lipid nanoparticle that has a propensity to target
2: ovaries, bone marrow, brain, and also the liver.
1: Regarding the S1-S2 receptor complex, plasma concentrations 100,000 fold lower than the equilibrium dissociation, dissociation constant, as in this case, one and a half picomole, versus 120 nanomolar, likely exclude any significant S-protein binding to ACE2 receptors. Oh, so that's all right then. We don't have to worry. I'm not so sure about that. Particularly when you take into account the um, what I talk about, which is the propensity towards prion-like activity. Okay, so amyloidosis. don't have to bind... To the ACE2 receptor for it to cause a problem. And we'll get into papers as to why that will be hopefully today. Uh, let's see. Circulating S protein following vaccination, however, originates from endogenous production, and its concentration is therefore likely higher in tissue where production occurs. For example, levels of the neurotransmitter dopamine. Oh, dopamine, right up my track. And you should all be uh, fully aware of the importance of dopamine after the last few weeks' streams. Uh, See, uh, concentrations of dopamine are up to 100 million times higher in brain areas where it is produced in comparison to plasma where where it occurs as a result of tissue spillover. It should be investigated whether the same occurs for COVID-19 vaccine-induced S-protein. Yes, it should, but I don't want it. Eventually leading to potentially toxic concentrations in tissues and organs where S-protein happens to be produced. Indeed, in a woman with mRNA-1273 COVID-19 vaccine-induced thrombocytopenia, plasma S-protein levels 10 days after vaccination were 10 nanograms per mil. Thus, nearly 100 times higher than the dose reported by Agatha and colleagues in vaccinated subjects with no apparent adverse effects. I remember it's, it's a high probability that just because of the infrastructure constraints that many people were getting, um, how should we say, lower than expected
2: active pro-drug in this case. uh so this points to possibly excessive
1: vaccine-induced production of s protein in turn attaining concentrations high enough to significantly bind targets such as ace2 and eventually resulting in vaccine toxicity now again this oh, well we'll see where he goes with uh potential issues around this uh phenomenon that <laughs> which it wasn't supposed to do remember wasn't supposed to be floating around in the blood for months on end. <laughs> they, uh, they, they just lied you into it. Flat out lied. When the honest answer would have been, well, we don't know. We, do, we really don't know. We're, we're, <laughs> we're taking a swing in the dark here and hoping we hit something, and, you know, they were hoping it hit the jackpot on the expense of, uh, you peons. Get back in your kill box! (laughs) Circumstantial evidence also suggests that endogenous production of S-protein following vaccination may occur for a long time. Oh! Imagine my shock. Both vaccine mRNA and the S protein have been detected in axillary lymph nodes up to 60 days after the second dose of mRNA-1273 or BNT-1262-B2 COVID-19 vaccines. And at least one preprint study claims to have identified the S protein in blood samples by means of proteomic analysis up to six months after mRNA vaccine administration. Would vaccine-induced S-protein production occur for such a long time? The plausible time window for causality assessment of suspect adverse reactions following COVID-19 vaccines should be suitably extended. I agree, especially as we're we're not just brushing up against the territory of uh, prion-like disorders, neurodegeneration. And you'll get some that go faster and some that go earlier. But (laughs) six months isn't long enough. Ten years, maybe.
2: Twenty, probably. How does production
1: of S-protein compare between COVID-19 mRNA vaccines and SARS-CoV-2 infection? During COVID-19, circulating S1 subunit was detected in most patients with medium levels of about 50 picograms per mil and maximum levels of 1 nanogram per mil, possibly as a result of viral antigen leakage into the blood in subjects with severe disease. This is important. Those who were severe and were intubated were getting these higher end We're leaning into the higher end of the spectrum with respect to um, expressed spike protein in plasma. And it would appear, initially, we haven't got to that bit of the paper yet, perhaps I should read it. But um, they're about equivalent, which is what I've always been saying. They're they're
2: equivalent in their respective concentrations in the blood plasma. Uh, right uh where were
1: we did blood in subjects with severe disease also suggested by correlations between higher s1 with intensive care unit admission and time to intubation As I said, such levels are comparable to those reported after COVID-19 mRNA vaccination up to 150 picograms per mil and lower than those measured during vaccine-induced thrombocytopenia 10 nanograms per mil. So those that do suffer from the thrombocytopenia, um, it's an order of magnitude uh, bigger than the uh, What they would normally expect. But that wasn't supposed to happen. (laughs) Excuse me. Thus raising the possibility that severe infection and vaccination, listen to this, eventually result in similar total systemic amounts of S protein. It's a crucial point. This is the first thing that you lay at their feet. They are equivalent, okay? Now, human beings being the complex creatures that they are with the magnificent biology that they've been gifted with, we know that some people are going to have different responses. Was ever thus. Regarding infection, a recent theoretical calculation suggests 1 to 100 billion SARS-CoV-2 virons occurring in an infected person. Thus, since individual virons express on average 24 protein trimers, the total amount of S protein could be uh, 72 to 7,200 billion spike proteins. Concerning vaccines, S-protein amounts produced by COVID-19 mRNA vaccination could be obtained from the time course of plasma levels after vaccine injections. And that sentence should just ring alarm bells in your head. Okay? Because most drugs, in fact all of them that are licensed, will say, look, even my nicotine mints say on the side, how much nicotine I'm gonna get per tab. That's important. In this case, they don't know. And then they're they're trying to guess from
2: one compartment of the body. Let's do this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Centropeed says picomolar neurotoxin sounds harmless yeah don't you worry about it governor
2: don't you worry about it alright so is that someone trying to uh, wrestle with me let's see this paper someone's just shot at me now he's uh why are you repeating
1: it oh it's a hat tip i see sorry i'm just looking at my twitter
2: feed right now uh let's see yeah so they're talking
1: about the only way to be able to measure it is to look at plasma levels Let's take, for example, data from subject one for detailed calculation, see box one. And you know, there's a whole bunch in here of how they're tracking across time and how they would um, come to their
2: measure of around 150 picograms. Yada yada yada. And
1: we can go straight to the concluding remarks. It's short. Such considerations as a whole support the possibility that COVID mRNA vaccines, under some circumstances, induce high and possibly toxic amounts of S-protein in organs and tissues, in turn, leaking into the circulation. In animal models, it is well established that lipid nanoparticle carried mRNAs undergo systemic disposition and expression in organs such as liver, skeletal muscle, and lungs. Well, you've missed a few other organ systems there, Sonny Jim. It can be suggested that at least part of the risk to develop adverse reactions following vaccination with mRNA products depends on the organ's tissues where the S-protein production occurs, as well as on the total amount produced and on the production time course. For example, it was established long ago that distinct tissues widely differ in the efficiency of protein synthesis, but no one so far assessed whether and to what extent this is relevant for the efficacy and safety of mRNA vaccines. They do not know. And anyone who tries to tell you differently is gaslighting you. And, you know, that's one of the first lessons that I was sort of... How should we say so as an anecdote you know one of the first times a phd level where i was doing a journal club and we had a paper that we all decided that we were going to read and i would present that paper and try to answer questions about it and there was a question raised where i didn't know the answer and, you know, I sort of fumbled and what have you. And my PhD supervisor said to me, it's okay sometimes to say we don't know. It's important. You have to get comfortable with some ambiguity here. And the certainty of the ideologically possessed that you can see in all their full, full glory should you go and decide to read those Twitter threads um, is... It, it, it's bothersome because that is the fingerprint of the capo those are the ones that will work for the system to get that extra bit of bread and what else do they do because often <laughs> they tend towards psychopathy and they are, uh, take their vengeance out
2: on the untermensch below them that's capo comes from world war ii and the uh
1: the camp guards think they would have uh prisoners guarding other prisoners and give those prisoners yeah, special perks maybe uh some conjugal visits that sort of thing um let's see uh let me just do this because today is friday i'm trying to raise uh shekels feed the blick please uh his my PayPal, if you'd like to use PayPal going in the chat, please use the links down below. Use the QR code in the corner. We need uh we need 40s, mackie
2: D's and tabs, Siggy's stat. Let me just see if anyone has uh anyone can uh
1: Trigger the soundboard come on feed the bleak Oy! we've got one from uh... oh we've got a few all right uh, getting close <laughs> getting close come on folks feed him feed the bleak um so uh, we can have uh, these are the high value high value stingers uh, we can of course have a club clue <laughs> Closely followed by the one and only The Chad Saddam. We will rehabilitate the Arab strongman We need them back God damn it And uh, finally Finally uh, this, uh, The donors hope I'll add up to The one The only chemical alley Anyway, it goes on to say, we further remac- recommend careful characterization of COVID-19 vaccines. Yes, yes, yes. This is being talked about in the literature and uh, <laughs> they're doing it on the download. Do not let muttons tie you up in knots with uh, <laughs> talking about um, concentrations of peptides, etc. There it is in a simple to use review. Took me 15 minutes to go through it. Let's go back to the uh twitter the pinned twitter message so one of the uh calumnies that they like to throw at you the unsuspecting public of course is the um it it stays in the arm where it's processed and then it's just uh, magically transformed into the liver and uh you you breathe it out and you know, as the, as the review said, and here's, we'll open this link. Um, they're capable of finding um, genetic material, active genetic material, spike protein at two months. And, you know, the review is saying that potentially six months, six months when this paper came out it was uh like i said a bit of a uh shot across the bow of the uh the gene transfection capo pushers. that and that's all they are folks you've got to understand how desperate your situation is and how much your fellow human being will fuck you over because they think they're going to get a little bit extra out of the system Just the way. <laughs> Why the world, my son, way the world. Um so to, do I need to read this paper? I'll just put the link in the chat. I have spent many a stream going through this one and the the my primary goal was to get to the um the the quick review because that encapsulated the problem
2: Perfectly, okay, and the, you have to know this, okay, because they're going to do it
1: again, right now, um, they're pumping across the screens in Australia, how the COVID deaths are racking up, there'll be pushes, get you into gene transfection when we don't know the long-term consequences. It was there in one of the top-tier review journals in the scientific domain. We do not know. Now, Australia is a good example, right? Because there they had a lezer head of the Australian Medical Association, or whatever it was called, and she hid the fact that her carpet-munching partner got vax-injured. Well, she still told you to go out and get them. That's the type of people that you're dealing with. And you know what? You need people like me to deal with them. (laughs) You need a rixie. Most of these other people, they're fucking lickspittles playing
2: the game for themselves. uh let's see round two coming uh yeah look i i
1: don't know maybe maybe the fact that the war isn't going as planned they might take their foot off the gas pedal a little bit maybe because the thing is shots are landing really really close to them the russians are adamant about the bio warfare labs in Ukraine and Georgia <laughs> the, the Senate of the U.S Newland has admitted it. We know they're
2: there you had enough?
1: God bless you, GD Bachi. God bless you. Uh, it of course is never, never enough, but um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Feed the blick. Feed the blick and uh thank you too. Hmm. No update. Where did that just go now? That's odd. Ah is that you, White Lung Kung Fu? <laughs> Come on, let me in. Once that's thinking about it, we'll um move on. So did I put this in the chat? I think I did. Yes. So this is this is the paper that you can say there. What you were saying at the beginning of the rollout was a lie. It's persistent. It's not going away. It's hanging about in complex
2: organ systems. And you don't know the long-term effects. Something's got to account for all these dead people.
1: And the... Operating metric, or lens through which you should look at this problem, is biowarfare. Release of the transmissible agent and the
2: binary component that's stuck into as many arms as possible. (sighs) Alright, so, there's another... Paper that
1: goes with that because one of the more how should we say tractable adverse events that people can understand and see that there's a problem is myocarditis in young males we see that signal it's strong now i'm not saying you don't get um Myocarditis from the virus either. That happens too. But what happens when you combine that effect together?
2: Who's tested that? No one. What is the matter with you? Goddamn Cloudflare. Internet just seems shitty today. What's going on? Is it streaming okay? the chat stopped working? Yeah, okay. that worked. Discord. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, seems fine. Yeah, thing is, I don't see Ayahuasca
1: Man's um chat in there. Or, uh, oh, yeah, there it's going. I don't know. It just seems a bit glitchy, that's all.
2: What I can do just to try to mitigate it somewhat. All right.
1: And uh yeah, it was White Lung Kung Fu with the uh dono there. You sir you sir can have
2: one. You had enough? I need to make that bigger. Alright, so let's get back to this.
1: I don't know, it seems to, it seems to be integrating somewhat And then it's missing stuff,
2: so uh, Let's move on Um, So the next
1: one, the next article that you should keep in your, uh Quick Draw
2: card is the paper which showed spike protein in the plasma, which is, well,
1: correlated with, directly correlated with myocarditis.
2: Quick takes from this paper. Oh, this isn't the paper I wanted. Oh, ah, did I make an error? Oh, I missed the, put like a review. I've linked to like a review of it.
1: This is the paper, yeah, circulation. Um, So this paper, um, maybe the other one is uh, the summary. Is better let's have a look uh this case control study involving 16 young individuals with post sars-cov-2 myocarditis and 45 health age-matched control participants sought to identify potential differences in immunologic profiles that would shed light on potential mechanisms or underlying predisposition factors to vaccine and induced myocarditis Investigators performed extensive immunologic profiling, including anti-SARS-CoV-2 antibody profiling, autoantibodies and antibodies against previous infections, SARS-CoV-2, spike protein, T-cell responses, and various cytokine measurements. So they removed the confound that perhaps they had come into contact with SARS prior to vaccination. So it's highly likely That the myocarditis seen in this study was a direct result of spike protein acting on the heart. And, you know, there was a lot of back and forth in the discussion yesterday, which just demonstrated how we're not doing the proper studies in these people. And, you know, the inflammation in the heart can be, that's all myocarditis means, right? Inflammation of the heart. But what's causing the inflammation? Have you triggered amyloidogenic pathways in that tissue? Now, um, I want to say there was an email, not an email, a Twitter, I think it might have been cat. I think she, I think her name is sort of like cat, a uh, typer of typos or something on Twitter. She said she got news today that her cousin uh, in his 30s died. Twelve biopsies from the heart all showed necrotic tissue. Now, will they uh, associate that with the vaccines or are they just going to gonna put that down to uh well, you know sunspots when <laughs> Jabby prep says roast mutton to break the Ramadan fasting.
2: Yeah yeah
1: this got a there's a degree of synchronicity here. We can have uh
0: <laughs> what's it Hello
2: All right.
1: Love Yeshua says anyone who died of COVID or the poke was murdered. Yes. And not just those people. People people who's had who had their lives wrecked by the weaponized social responses that were brought to bear. I see it all as part of one complex, insidious weapons system now you know i don't know i don't know where you sort of what's the cut off for it being you know a uh, a weapon of mass destruction with respect to um deaths caused and the thing is because they didn't all just get poof, vaporized in uh <laughs> a second the they're able to get away with it. They shuffle around with the um, R codes, right? and they'll shuffle around the um, actual, and um, whatever, the comorbidity that they also had as as a um, disease marker, all to try to hide it. And we know that we're seeing, oh, it is 12 Sigma, I think, if you read Ethical Skeptic, 12 Sigma rise, Cancers Turbo cancers Yes Love Yeshua It's war It's what Myself And Charles Keep trying to tell you And You have to You can either Compute that And move on with it And You know once you do it I mean For most people You know You're not in the Donbass You're not being shelled Yet you're just being inconvenienced by the technocratic system that they're bringing in, this hyper-managerialism,
2: as uh, Sparkers likes to call it. So,
1: you establish concentration of spike protein in the blood is equivalent, equivalent between Infection and gene transfection, okay? Do not let them bamboozle you in that domain. Secondly is the persistence and the fact that it's directly correlated to myocarditis. And as that review said, they're not properly looking for it. Now, that alone, coupled with the societal oppression, I guess, that was unleashed, is bad enough, is bad enough, but if you follow the science, and you follow what I'm telling you, there's another level that you have to get to, okay, so all that talk about dissociation content, uh, constants with ACE2 receptors, etc., is a mute point, because now we step into the world of prions. Now, it was interesting that, as I was arguing, that um, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, whatever, Lewy body dementia, all of these can be thought of as prion disorders. And I guess the... I don't know. So, 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 a while back, I want to say about three years ago now, there were some French researchers who were handling brains that were canonical CJD, Creutzfeldt Jakob disease. They were young, they caught the disease off the brain that they were handling and processing and died of Creutzfeldt Jakob disease. Now, In my world, we should be treating the brains of Parkinsonian patients and the brains of Alzheimer's patients in the same manner, under the same laboratory conditions, because the same risk
2: still applies.
1: Um, So anyway, um, she tried to barge into the conversation and I said to her this is a tragedy what happened the people don't understand the gravity of this level of biology this where you're going down really deep into complex molecular um interactions and this is where the uh the muttons um shit the bed basically because They know that they cannot argue around this point. All the data is there. There's stacks of it.
2: Stacks of it. So what is point 10,
1: uh, point three on the pin tweet? Demonstrate spike amyloidogenic properties. Okay. Now again. If if you've been watching me for any length of time, you know exactly where this is going and uh, what what I'm going to say. But it's time for a bit of, uh, how should we say, motivated reinforcement. Because you've got to be able to shut these people down. You've got to be proactive in going out and finding where they're posting and dropping this data on them. Do not let them
2: breathe. Punjabi Prepper says Kevin was the first person to
1: call out the prion-like domains in the spike. That's not entirely true, or or that's not exactly what happened. I was warning about the neurotropism, that viruses are um, a primary suspect as causal agents in neurodegenerative disorders. And I could show that SARS was getting into the brain... And then we had to figure out what it was doing. And you had all sorts of interference, like dimwits, like cooey. But the first person to really hone in on, uh, with a molecular signature was Tets and Tets. Walter Chestnut sent me the paper from Tets and Tets. And that's when I knew we were really onto something. Okay? Because a lot of research in the neurodegenerative field are looking for these prion-like domains. Now, prion-like domain in the receptor binding motif is a weak prionergic signal. But it's there. But it gets more complex than that. Okay, So I haven't even put tets and tets in this little list because it's a small signal I think it better to think about what's what happens when the body comes into contact with the spike protein what does it do the body is going to try and digest it up and break it down to constituent parts because hey they're just amino acids right they're just amino acids that, you know, once, once they're in free form, you could go use them for something else. Well, that, that was the sort of prevailing dogma. But now we know that's not true. Okay, Yes, you have systems that are there to deal with protein misfolding. It happens all the time, but it's possible to overwhelm these systems, particularly the older you get, the more, how should we say, <laughs> the more miles you've put on yourself. Or some people just may be unlucky and suffer. So, the first paper that we look at is uh, Nystrom and Hammer, Hammerstrom, would you say it? Nystrom and Hammerstrom, yeah. Now, this paper is critical. So, there's equivalence between gene transfection and infection. The mutton ideologues might try and wiggle out and say, ah, well, you know, the spike spike protein expression products are different. No, they're not. Okay, you can go get the FASTA file of the um, spike protein from the different vaccines. It's available. And you can run it through all the... The programs are not hard to use. Plaque,
2: waltz. But this paper was a groundbreaking
1: paper and it did, it really hammered home the risk of exposure to these peptides, to the spike protein. Now what did, what did this paper say? Amyloidogenesis of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, we know what amyloidogenesis is,
2: okay the build-up of beta-amyloid, which is a prion-like disorder. And their graphical abstract is great. So you have,
1: uh, as part of your immune system, neutrophils and an enzyme, neutrophil elastase, which will come in and cleave that peptide sequence apart into smaller fragments. And what do those smaller fragments do? They, I don't know, I say precipitate out is the right word, but they, they become, they form these fibrils, okay, that that are very stubborn and difficult to remove. And this is how that, and, and they aggregate into, well, you know, they become. Visible as Louis bodies, etc., but you know they're, they're gumming up the intricate processes that are taking part inside the cell. And
2: you can go down and maybe if we just can we get that figure bigger? No, let's do this. So this is a useful figure. Okay, and in it, it's
1: labeling so the colored parts where they detect amyloidogenic sequences. Right, and what happens is you go in, you the enzyme cuts it up, and suddenly those amyloidogenic sequences are f- f- floating around in the extracellular um matrix and then getting taken up by other cells and all, all, all sorts we no one's really tracked this okay and again they don't know but here we have a signal of the fingerprint of a known disease process
2: i cannot argue with this Even King says, how can man
1: die better than facing fearful odds with the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods? Mm. I'm more inclined to, uh, you know, just stand tall for uh, my family and the community I'm a part of. That's it. That's how I see we get through this. Okay. And again, think how much we've done. Okay. Through the years. Squashing grift after grift, ideologues after ideologues, doing experimentation, getting into labs, about to do it again.
2: Thinking maybe uh, I don't want to give too much away, so um, um. Thank you for the link, uh, GDL. Um,
1: please just make sure it's in the Discord. Oh, you're not allowed in Discord. Ah, uh, you can come back in the Discord, GDL. I think the, uh, the pressure is sort of off at the moment. Just, you know, try not to get
2: us fucking nuked, dude. Please. <sighs> so, anyway, the... The simple fact is, is that they see
1: these crystals and these fibrils, right? There's some uh, electron
2: microscopy, right? And the the little little sequences that do it, and their deflection will be. Oh God, well that's uh, that's in vitro.
1: That's in vitro. You can just uh, you can just ignore that bit, that that uncomfortable data point. Listen to the authorities, listen to BBC, Trusted News Initiative, that's where you get your data. You've got information disorder,
2: lick Bill. Back in your kill box. So. The next one that... Um
1: I'm going to look at because the argument will be oh there's uh, <laughs> that's in that's in a uh, petri dish doesn't matter you then use this subcutaneous uptake of 18f floor beta ban pet ct a case report of possible amyloid beta immune reactivity after covid19 vaccination Ah, who would have thought, who would have thought that you would be seeing what the, what the first principles data would predict? Imagine that. Imagine that there's this concordance between the different models, which is why we do them. And of course, sometimes it doesn't fit and we try to work to um, smooth those bumps in the road.
2: then you show them this now it's a case report let's zoom in Zoom. zoom 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 Alright, so,
1: let me try and orientate you a little bit. So, at the top here are his shoulders, this bit. Here is the arm, there is his liver, okay? Now, what you see where they've done the injection is you see a signal that was specific for amyloid. You also see some in the, I forget the the specific name for them, but the lymph nodes in the, uh, essentially sort of the armpit. Here you can see a sort of better view of them pointing at the signal. And,
2: disturbingly, disturbingly, you're seeing signal
1: in his heart. Now, they're saying it's not significant, right? But I would say there's still a signal there, and we should be paying attention. And, you know, potentially, I don't know if it's got a predilection for uh, spinal vertebrae,
2: but it's, it's there. Now, is that trying to think is, is that like a bone marrow part of the vertebrae, the dorsal, I don't know, but again there's signal
1: there, and they're saying it's not significant, but boom, there is a signal detected from injection showing amyloidosis, okay? So from bench to the clinic, we can see that there's, uh, there's a potential problem that could answer many of the questions we have with respect to the epidemiological data that
2: we're seeing at the moment that they inflicted on you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what
1: to make of the spinal cord GDL. Um, it is what it is. I mean, I could write to the authors, I guess, but um, it could just be. It could just be artifact.
2: But there is signals there in the heart and that would be concerning. All right. So the next
1: one in my list is we did this one a couple of weeks ago. It's a more recent paper. And one of those dipshits who was saying, oh, no, there's no amyloidogenic or prion-like properties. And then he actually found this study, which was great because this one's actually a very well done study. It compares SARS with SARS-CoV-2. What and and again, this is the, the this is how ideologically driven that side is that they um, they cannot take criticism of the medical countermeasures, but they want to grab all the potentially serious outcomes that come from SARS CoV two. Whereas I try to look at everything. I think as much as humanly possible. So we did this paper and uh, obviously you can look at this slide, is that going to pop out? Okay, so we look at this and um, here's the comparison and whatever the PPAP protein folding abnormality i can't remember now um it's been so long since we looked at this not that long but the old doc's memories uh uh uh,
2: predicted percentage amyloidogenic propensity Hmm. not good folks not good now it's not just sars that has
1: these sequences don't um don't think that we can see some in the flu for example most of us herpes viruses are going to have them that was a big focus of study herpes virus because they're
2: neuroinvasive highly amyloidogenic but even even with this paper they
1: tried they deliberately obfuscated the data and results by saying, oh, God, they're, um, they're looking at NSP9, when specifically in the abstract, if you look at that abstract, it identifies spike, spike protein as being toxic. An initial analysis using a panel of sequence-based predictors suggested the presence of multiple aggregation-prone regions in these proteomes and revealed a strong aggregation propensity in some SARS-CoV-2 proteins. We then studied the in vitro aggregation of predicted aggregation prone SARS-CoV and SARS-CoV-2 proteins and protein regions, including the signal sequence peptide and fusion peptides one and two of the spike protein, a peptide from NSP6 and ORF10. ORF10 is a novel sequence that has never been seen before, yet is highly amyloidogenic and would fit the properties of a by warfare agent our results show that these peptides and proteins can form amyloid aggregates
2: that's a problem that's a problem
1: that they will refuse to recognise. They will run away, they'll try and do everything to deflect again. Uh, that's why I go in with the attitude that I do, right? You're just going into... Um, you, this isn't a scholarly academic debate. You're in a fight. And if you, if you think that they're going to play by the rules, you'll get schwacked straight away.
2: So, like I said, you, 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 you know, be somewhat uh,
1: orthodox with your first couple of posts as you post these links, but then just get straight into it would be my advice. You can call them what you want for ignoring the data that has been extant now for years. And use whatever methods you deem necessary. Whatever it takes to win. Do not stop. Do not falter. Keep going. Keep hammering the points home. Most of the data that you need is in the abstract.
2: But I encourage you to read the papers as well. Uh, Let's see
1: Frenzy says Thousand joining the ranks now every day And the tide will turn It took a genocide That elusive common knowledge Always an inch out Yes, this common knowledge is um, Something that Chris Martinson talks about Uh, Squashing grifters Fucking love the doc and his community Uh, I love you too Love Yashua um, yeah, we did the spinal cord. Gives a whole new meaning to an old heart. <laughs> Quotes from Oblivion movie. Uh, was it? I don't know. Someone just says I block them all. Um, I would, I would say you get in there, crush them. <laughs> they should be trembling, thinking about going on to Twitter. Where they know they're going to get slammed with data that they cannot rebut.
2: And that's why they all run away from me. Dissipator says systemic amyloidosis can lead to heart failure
1: with left ventricular hypertrophy on echocardiogram with standard or low voltage echocardiogram. Yes, this is true. And there are um what is it? Technium. Technium MRI and CT scan. And the heart is one of the first organs. It's it's one of the more sensitive ones where should you be getting amyloidosis that's where it's going to turn up but what do we keep seeing who's doing the autopsies to check the actual pathology within the heart of all these people who are dying i don't see those autopsies being done i'm afraid
2: the ones we do see it's not a pretty picture Sandra quite rightly says, um, don't forget to hit the button and the
1: like, um, we're nice and stable on Rumble, although I think the view counter broke, uh, yesterday, uh, but let me do this, I'll give it a thumbs up, and let's just see how many we've got watching, oh, 113 watching, for this, it's an unusual time, it's a bit of a, bit of a dead zone, but, uh, let me just see if anyone's feeding the bleak.
2: Yes Oh I salute you uh, Stuart uh, You may have
1: Sir What oh, could you have This I I must, uh, I'll do uh, w- What's his face That is me uh, I'm a legit artist. All
2: published And she She Uh Oops, the
1: Lieutenant Fuchs says technetium. Yes. All right. So we've now established that amyloidosis both in in vitro and in a subject example. But the thing is, it's getting PET imaging and um, amyloid specific ligands. It's not so easy. I mean, a lot of effort should be going into it right now, but it won't be done. So you're going to have to take the pieces of data that you have. And again, they cannot be rebutted. You'll get the usual. Oh, it's just a case study, etc. But no, that's a data point, And it looks a bloody strong data point.
2: Hammer it down their throat so they fucking choke on it. All right, so what did we
1: have next? Well, you have to then demonstrate because now you're really dragging them into the weeds, right? So you're going from this larger, more well-understood physiology and then you're going into this complex disease mechanisms which we're still finding our way in, but we, we know... That they're problematic we know and artificially inducing them that's a no-no especially via gene transfection and highly labile particles that go
2: to critical organ systems that now now are full
1: of Plasmids with SV40 promoters. I was watching an exchange on Twitter today and apparently uh, the SV40 promoter was omitted from their emergency use documentations and filings.
2: (laughs) Imagine that. Uh,
1: They're watching the stream. Of course they're watching the stream. Of course. Which is why I'm speaking the way that I am at the moment. It's hyper-focused. It's channeled aggression to these individuals. Okay? They are the literal enemy. They are your capos. They are the tools of your oppressors. Do not... Do not show or give
2: any mercy or quarter in this space. And again, it's
1: it's not ironic. It's just, you know, it, it's patterns of and distributions of traits, I guess. And a, a common theme that these people have are they're wrapped up in gender dysphoria politics, basically mental illness. They're puppets for the globo-homo corporate war proxy war being waged by nato it's it's amazing how they drop into these categories but there they are thinking
2: thinking they're fighting the good fight they're not they're capos so your next step
1: demonstrate crossover between amyloidosis Prion like activity and neurodegenerative conditions. Because that is the ultimate
2: incapacitation weapon. Go to this journal first. Prion like mechanisms in Parkinson's disease.
1: Okay. Now, I've spoken about this ad nauseam, okay? And we know that there's a propagon prionergic process that takes place in the Parkinsonian brain. Alpha-synuclein is one of the target or canonical proteins that appears to be misfolding and acting as a prion. So, like I say, you can have the canonical prion disorder, creutzfeldt jakob disease, with identified prion proteins. But then, alongside that, you can have Parkinson's disease and a whole slew of uh, other disorders as well. I will put this link in the chat. You should read the paper should you want to... Should you want to read a little further? just paste it there. Do that. Although it doesn't
2: give a, it doesn't give a clickable link unless I do it in Rumble. No.
1: Let's just read this uh, abstract, shall we? Formation and aggregation of misfolded proteins in the central nervous system is a key hallmark of several age-related neurodegenerative diseases, including Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's disease, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, the list goes on and on. These diseases share key biophysical and biochemical characteristics with prion diseases. It is believed that PD is characterized by abnormal protein aggregation, mainly that of alpha-synuclein. Of particular importance, there is growing evidence indicating that abnormal alpha-synuclein can spread to neighboring brain regions and cause aggregation of endogenous alpha-synuclein in these regions as seeds in a prion-like manner. Abundant studies in vitro and in vivo have shown that alpha-syn goes for a templated conformational change, propagates from the original region to neighboring regions, and eventually cause neuron degeneration in the substantia nigra and striatum. Please go and watch the streams that I've done in the last two weeks. I've gone a lot into this mechanism, particularly around Parkinsonism. Now, just as a reminder... For those that are watching who are muttons this data point is very very important this shows average steps activity pre-pandemic post or during lockdown and then post lockdown up till December 2022 and what do you see you see a massive and significant drop in overall activity this would be one of
2: the hallmarks for parkinson's now
1: you know it's it's one of those academic questions as to the causal agent here virus vaccine combinations do they have synergistic effects between the two You don't know. And to be claiming otherwise is to be engaged in, well, (laughs) what your commissars, you, you lickspittles that you go and suck on their cocks and spew their dribble across the internet. Try to shut people like me down. Try to get me debanked. Try to do everything to stop me speaking about this critical issue.
2: you have to explain
1: that you can't you can't unless you start employing theories around these disease mechanisms substantia nigra pars compactor is acutely sensitive where your dopaminergic innovation comes from please Go and watch the lectures I've done about how they're finding viral protein in that region with a labile lipid nanoparticle that we know crosses the blood-brain barrier. Both, both
2: causal agents are involved here. Um love Yeshua, the hex
1: cells are not put into the food as natural flavoring. Okay. The natural flavor that they use, you know, some sort of glutamate type salt for that unami type taste. What they do is is they use the hex cells as a um, as a test platform to see how strongly their flavouring impacts that cell. That's it. They don't scoop the cells up and throw them into the uh, cooking batch (laughs) of your Pringles. It's, uh,
2: It's a little different, okay? Where was I? So... What next did we have? This one.
1: So you've got to understand that amyloidogenic properties overlap with prion mechanisms. The prion-like phenomenon in Alzheimer's disease, evidence of pathology transmission in humans. Again, I'll read
2: their abstract. Does it have an abstract? <laughs> in. Hmm. PDF.
1: I'll read the first chapter. on propagation, a common mechanism among neurodegenerative proteinopathies. And that's another way of describing them. Okay. But in this instance, as trying to talk to the public, you're going to have to take. People understand prion. They understand mad cows. They understand CJD. Okay. Talking about neurodegenerative disorders, just in general, and most people aren't going to take any interest in that. Oh, you get that when you're old. Well, that might not be the case. And what do we see? What do we see? As I
2: know, mutton's are watching. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, is it gone? Can I have it here? Well, I've got an earlier version that. Um,
1: the the figures are the same, the pattern is the same, but the sustained increase in death that we're getting, that is non-COVID related, falls into the domain of these types of disorders. <coughs> Thirty year olds and younger pocket popping up with Parkinsons and Alzheimer's. Yes. Um and four, just to just to try to hammer home Oh fucking
2: Google. I didn't ask you to do that. Weaponized
1: censorship, a fingerprint of next gen neuro warfare. You are the useful idiots that are deploying these weapon systems. You retards, wake the fuck up! But you'll say, Ah, where's the evidence? Oh, there's no evidence for the uh, for your uh, (laughs) your prions. (laughs) That's what what I get, no evidence. Well, you know, we look at the CDC
2: data. Here, okay. The pattern
1: hasn't changed, okay. I've got a more recent, if if I could be bothered to fish around for it. But what do you see, muttons? What do you see? In absolute numbers, the people tend to be over 45 years of age, Caucasian, and dying from inflammatory, and prion-like diseases. And here, so this is clusters. This is all the excess death that we're seeing. It's not COVID. It's not as COVID. How is it emerging? Suddenly, it's emerging as Alzheimer's disease and dementia-like disorders. <laughs> it's one of the leading causes of death now. The UK just released a data point that it's surging past the 20% all <laughs> excess in all-cause mortality. Know what the number one killer is? Dementia. Imagine that. Now, you would have thought with uh, SARS ripping through the elderly population that it would have burned up all that dry wood. But no, we're still seeing a sustained signal above Normal as you would predict. What are you gonna do? You're gonna keep talking the same bollocks, you're gonna keep pushing the same. I I, I literally had someone point me to a USA Today fact check on prions written by pedo
2: David (laughs) Gorski. David Gorski, who's on
1: record of taking money from Epstein and Vexner. They're fucking gross. And he builds a fucking straw man in that uh, article that I went to town on. And he knows he will run a fucking mile from me. Does he try to say, oh, there's no bovine products in there. We're not talking about bovine products here, Gorski, you deviant cunt. We're talking about the fact that you're gene transfecting and making these peptides that have these amyloidogenic sequences in them. And they get chewed up by the immune system and essentially act like a cluster grenade. And you've been part of the mechanism that forced it onto the wider population without proper testing. That's a crime against humanity. Now, as we work towards bringing grand juries and uh, all that all that malarkey, I'll do my very best to make sure that people like you, who were part of these networks, whether you were doing it voluntarily, and I know some of you were getting paid, you're going to pay. I guarantee it. You
2: will pay. school right just just bear with
1: me the fucking <laughs> is there not a button you can press that just restores everything
2: back to the desktop prion propagation a common mechanism
1: among neurodegenerative proteinopathies most degenerative neurodiseases oh, my eyes can't read that That's better. Let's see. Most neurodegenerative diseases, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Huntington's, prion diseases, share common pathogenic features. These include the presence of misfolded protein deposits and progressive neuronal loss in specific areas of the brain. Notably, the misfolded proteins involved in these diseases, prions, amyloid beta, Uh, Tau and alpha-synuclein share common structural, biological and biochemical features, as well as similar mechanisms of aggregation and self-propagation. So, once you've started the process, it's a self-amplifying cascade.
2: Have you tested that? No, you haven't.
1: The infectious prion protein was the first disease causing protonaceous infectious agent ever described. PrPSc has the ability to transmit its disease associated conformation to normally folded prion protein. In turn, PRP scrapie form can transfer its disease causing information at different biological levels including cell to cell, tissue to tissue or between individuals. The scrapie prion particles associated with creutzfeldt jakob disease are able to transmit disease by different means including Corneal and dura transplants, implantation of electrodes, administration of cadaveric-derived human growth hormone and blood transfusions. Due to the striking similarities between canonical prion disease and other diseases associated with protein aggregates, it is hypothesized that all of them have the ability to be transmissible. In the case of Alzheimer's, amyloid beta and tau have shown to self propagate both in vitro and in vivo, further supporting that pathological hallmarks of this disease can be transmitted. Remarkably, the growing evidence suggesting human iatrogenic transmission of amyloid beta pathology highlights the potential issue of inter individual transmission of Alzheimer like neuropathology. In this manuscript we discuss protein, oh, okay. right, you get it. You should be starting to fill in the dots now, especially you fucking
2: muttons. <sighs> did plus? What did this one here? There's so
1: much of this research out there. It's so easy to find as well. Extracellular amyloid deposits in Alzheimer's and creutzfeldt jakob disease. Similar behavior or different proteins? I'll just read that abstract. Neurodegenerative diseases are characterized by the deposition of specific protein aggregates, both intracellularly and or extracellularly, depending on the type of disease. The extracellular occurrence of tri-dimensional structures formed by amylo- amyloidogenic proteins defines Alzheimer's disease in which plaques are composed of amyloid beta protein while in prionosis, the same term amyloid refers to the amyloid prion protein. In this review we focused on providing a detailed or didactic description and different differentiation of diffuse, neuritic and burnt out plaques found in Alzheimer's disease and Kuru-like, florid, multicentric and neuritic plaques in human transmissible spongiform encephalopathies followed by a systemic classification of the morphological similarities and difference between the extracellular amyloid deposits in these disorders. Both conditions are accompanied by the extracellular deposits that share certain signs, including neuritic degeneration, suggesting a particular role for amyloid protein toxicity. Let me say that again, that last sentence. Both conditions are accompanied by the extracellular deposits that share certain signs, including neuritic degeneration, suggesting a particular role for amyloid protein toxicity. And you've gone and gene-transfected it into billions of people,
2: you twats.
1: Demon King says, by the time people figure out what has been done to them, they will all be sick or dead, society collapsing, and digital surveillance fully in place. Yeah, they're they're going for it, for sure. Dank meme says, no amount of money or pounds of flesh on God's green earth can pay for the transgression of these colluding scumbags and muttons. They will be hunted like dogs forever their best move would be cancelling themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it would. A bit like that pedo the other day that they caught running down the street who just suddenly decided to end it by headbutting a transit van, a Ford transit van coming the other way. <laughs> uh here's the usa fact check
2: yeah let, yeah we can have a laugh and look at that uh, in a minute where's my mouse <laughs> and these fucking people these
1: fucking people just think that they're just going to, after, after what's happened, that everything's just going, oh, just go back to normal. do oh, Please forget that. We need an amnesty, don't we? Fuck them. Fuck them. Do not
2: let them get away with it. Find these people. Fact check. Oh, fact
1: check. COVID-19 vaccine not associated with neurodegenerative disease. The claim COVID-19 vaccines are associated with prion disease. Within the COVID-19 vaccine rollout, advancing at about 2.7 million million average doses administered a day. A steady increase since vaccinations began in late December. A supposed research paper is rousing fear about the vaccine's safety on social media. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, they're going to be talking about the um, Klassen paper. Now, I'm inclined to listen to Klassen about how should we say infiltration, institutional infiltration and capture by, how should we say, the K26R clan. But that paper allowed them to build this case
2: because he wasn't accurate enough. (laughs) Yeah, share this far and wide,
1: right? These people that we've just classified as muttons, right? They're part of, they're the useful idiots of this weaponized system. Again, they shouldered that firearm, looked down the site, and fucking fired it at you.
2: (laughs) Hoping to make bank.
1: Uh, Oh, so Facebook user Rachel LeBert Cox. The source behind Cox's bold claim is a paper titled COVID RNA-based vaccines and research of prion disease, written by Klassen. I told you. A screenshot of the first page accompanies the post and provides an explanation. The messenger RNA or mRNA used in vaccines trigger abnormally shaped proteins, the basis for prion and other neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and Lou Gehrig's disease. Klassen's paper, first published in January, has been shared elsewhere on Facebook. Oh no! Peon, lick spittle, don't you dare look at that scientific literature, that's for the priests, get back in your kill box, you lumpen
2: proletariat. What is preon
1: disease? Prion diseases consist of a family of rare neurodegenerative disorders caused by proteins that are folded abnormally, also known as prion proteins, which trigger normal proteins they come into contact with to also misfold. Oh, what have we just been talking about, hmm? What have we just been talking about? That this mechanism is a heuristic that can be used across multiple, multiple neurodegenerative conditions. amyloid playing a key role in the preenergic cascades.
2: Pandora Chaser says afternoon to doc. afternoon to you, Pandora. Our oh, underlying reasons for the misfolding vary in some prion diseases
1: like fatal insomnia or certain types of Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Oh, it's genetics. In others like bo- bovine spongiform encephalopathy, popularly, popularly known as mad cow disease, it's transmitted by eating infected animal products. Now, before we go any further, that last statement should raise alarm bells for most readers that eat coming into contact with these proteins or peptides of concern even through eating them can cause these disease states and remember we're not just talking about the cjd family it's far far broader and complex field and anyone who tries to gaslight you differently, crush them. Crush them. <laughs> We're three years into this. They
2: think they're getting away with it. Do not let them.
1: Uh, let's see. How exactly prions cause disease starts with the brain? The misfolded proteins accumulate clumped together. Yes, yes yes. Well prion diseases have no known cure.:
0: Ah: yeah, hey. a. Tough, okay,
1: <laughs> you had enough? Hey, feed the blick.: Feed the blick, nice. Uh, Bodisa, you may have a uh What can you have? Uh a fat all prions seem to be man-made no no that's that's not true love yashua sorry you need to disabuse yourself of that notion okay
2: try to be accurate with the science that you're using Uh, Have I looked into hypochlorous acid as a a cure? No, I haven't.
1: Um, Look, give me $5 million and I'll go and test it for you in a bunch of monkeys. (laughs) Till then, I'm just going to sit here pointing to people like the... (laughs) Graham Botley and that crew. Ian Copeland. (laughs) A fucking monkey. The link's allowed... I mean, you can paste them in and I'll just copy it, but I'm ha- I'm happy to look. It'll be interesting to see
2: if there is some therapy. <laughs> Where are we going to get to?
1: (laughs) Good job I played the uh, Fat Angie clip. Uh, Let's see. Uh, USA Today found no mention in its review of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's decision memorandums for both Pfizer and Moderna's vaccines, which involve clinical trials with tens of thousands of volunteers. Similarly, no cases have been reported to the Federal Government Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System or VAERS. VAERS has received no reports of prion related diseases, Alzheimer's disease, or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis after COVID 19 vaccination, <laughs> said Martha Sharan, a spokesperson for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Well, um, your own data disagrees with you. They're lying to you, they're gaslighting you. These people are not. Qualified to be speaking about these topics. What the fuck does. Not gonna work again. Is that Fat that? Angie. Oh, yeah. Work, damn you. Fat Angie. What the fuck does she know about prion and neurodegenerative disorders? She's a fucking hack that's sitting there holding the narrative, trying to hold the narrative that it's came from raccoon dogs. Which literally just got blown out the water in the last couple of weeks. No, actually, no, no full raccoon dog DNA associated with SARS in that market. One read, one read, and 1% coverage,
2: (laughs) which was found next to the toilets. (laughs) Tax evading blick, Simon
1: Phoenix has graced us with his uh, presence. I'm working hard
2: for you today, son. You will get those Mackie D's. Uh, got Gonna
1: work now. Damn it. Uh,. uh, Dr. Angela Rasmussen, a virologist affiliated with Georgetown University, told USA Today Classen's paper held no scientific weight at all and that the journal his article published in Microbiology and Infectious Diseases was not a reputable or reliable journal. And what have we found out in the last three years? None of them are. All of them have conflicts of interest. You've got to be very, very sceptical of what you read
2: particularly from Fat Angier.
1: (laughs) They say, oh, it's a potential predatory publisher intended for profit. Like science and nature don't make a fucking profit. It's such a
2: racket, this game, and these people are scum. Uh let's see. Oh, uh,
1: Dr. David Gorski, Professor of Surgery and Oncology at the Wayne State University School of Medicine, echoed Rasmussen in a Feb 22 blog post. Oh, it's a blog post. <laughs> the authority of a blog post. Let me just find, uh,
2: <laughs> Pete O'Gorsky. Hang on a minute. with me folks. Gorski, Gorski. Gorski goes oh god Epstein was never on science based
1: medicines group's board far as we've been able to ascertain from public filings Uh, thank you I've since read an email being sent around by Seed that states any Jeffrey Epstein and or Ghislaine Maxwell interaction with Seed would have been via Vexner Foundation Epstein controlled is that true these are Gorski's words Sure, so you can see them on the screen. He's deleted this tweet now. Oh, God, yes. As dirty as it makes me feel to realize now that back then I was affiliated with a group in which Epstein had invested. I'm curious to learn what the connection was. He's a fucking kid diddler.
0: <laughs>
2: Where is it? He is. He is. Oh, where are you? Oh, you work actually. Just press the button. No, not working. Damn you. Damn you, computers! There it is. I do it. I might say guilty, <laughs> guilty. Why didn't that work? Fix my soundboard, Phoenix. Let me see if uh, there's any donos, any more donos. Come on, feed the Blick. Three. <laughs>
1: Peter, for that, sir, you can have uh, the top tier. Only the best for you, sir. Oh, God, we salute that man. We will resurrect. We will resurrect the uh, Arab strongman chads. They were nothing compared to uh, these networks. <laughs> yes, guilty, guilty,
2: guilty. They won't let me play it, goddammit. it! Uh, all. That didn't work. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to.
1: join the muggy muttons acting like retarded degenerates in the information age
2: who we are well we are basically cunts (laughs) 77 brigade is a hybrid unit
1: of regulars and reservists with retarded Twitter skills to combat new forms of warfare in the information environment for the defence of the UK... For the woke UK PLC. <laughs> Where literally curry jumpers and hammer on are there to demoralise you as uh, figures for... <laughs> Prime Ministers. <laughs> You're so fucked, Britain. You brought it on yourselves. Uh, bravo. Uh, Dank means bravo. <laughs> I'm going to put this tweet on... Uh, I'm going to put that in the Twitter thread. Would bear with me one
2: second? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, Dank. Much, much appreciated. All right. That was it.
1: And then basically uh, roast them uh, with a roaring flame. Uh, Of course, the one, the only, Swear Dale Mutton. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Oh, this website
2: cracks me up. (laughs) Pandora Chaser says the use of
1: 77th and 13th, etc. plus UK's anti-ISIS terror cops versus anti-vax is clearly treason, and yet they sleep at night. Scum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what you need to do? Make sure they don't sleep at night. <laughs> I mean, how much do they have to fucking slap you around before you do something? How many how many of your loved ones you got to see suffer for? either... From, fucking SARS-CoV-2 a biowarfare agent or its binary component or just the fact that they're building these oppressive systems around you so they can advance their woke gender dysphoric rainbow stained sodomy agenda you're just gonna sit there and take it are you oh god
2: can't use words like that oh me feels oh god clutch me pearls. fuck em. So, I think that's the stream I wanted to do. It's a couple of hours.
1: Um. Uh, what's the latest Twitter link? Everyone that I found is suspended. Funny, not funny. Well, please go to uh, this link. Um, and uh, there you can get into the get into the fight and uh, fight on all fronts okay you don't just let the capos walk away when the war ends
2: doesn't work like that, that may seem uh, tad harsh
1: but it is what it is and you know you must have uh, justice in this world
2: All right, so what else
1: did I want to take a look at? I think that's about it. I'm I'm just going to wrap it up there. Um, I will be streaming with Commander Rixie, Christy Grace tomorrow, and uh, Sunday, I don't know, maybe I'll take the day off. Um, All right, so let me just check the chat, and then I'll be uh, out of here. Uh, let's see, I did that one, transhumanism is coming, yeah, look, technology is going to advance, it's, it's that simple, the question is, is how it's deployed,
2: and you don't want it being deployed by fucking capos, woke capos, let's see, Pandora says, fair
1: point, Dr. McCann. yes, I challenged two major generals I knew when young... About troops on UK streets under COVID and they are not. uh, I presume that's on our side. Of course they're not. Taking the Queen's shilling. And do as they're told. 99% of them. And they're wrapped up. Wrapped up in the cosy glow of thinking it's for the common good. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) uh let's see what else is uh um doc best all round thank you susan uh let's see is there a play substack whatever devoted to muttons gorski and all these fanatics bought out when we did all their comments etc and the rebuttals no i mean look i i do have them all backed up there's like three years of streams it's just it's it's an inordinate amount of work to go through it. Now you can go to McKay and Dojo and the library and there, there can still be transcripts of the of the streams. You can search those. Um but you know. When you have tax evading blicks on the payroll, <laughs> you have to learn to be patient uh let's see oh thank you alberto for fixing the twitter link and uh let's see what else did i have to do i think i think that's it i'm going to see you in a little while anyway hope you enjoyed the stream um give no quarter to these people i mean it i mean it i see we can We'll do analytics, etc., on their networks and all, all that malarkey. We'll find all that. Don't worry. <laughs> all right, you have a pleasant Thursday evening, Friday for me, now Saturday. I um, will see you in the next one. Take care. God bless. <laughs> and uh, slaughter the muttons.
0: You don't know how angry I am. You do I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work You do not understand our fucking pissed off After of reading that little line I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine Fuck these cappers I will fucking kill each fucking capper I swear This is not a fucking joke anymore This is fucking dead serious I am fucking dead serious These people don't know who the fuck they actually saying. Fuck these cappers No fucking vaccine Or ever. Whatever ever through my fucking blood blood. Never! No! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking league. Fuck these motherfuckers! All of them live? Thanks, God. should have technically found that turn Fuck! Never! 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 Sure, <laughs> Never. Whoa. Never! 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 Never!